Hello there. Welcome to the Kirk Minahan wrap-up show for April 9th, 2021. Today's show was called Rocket Time. Uh, I think Rocket Power would have been a better name. Uh, just to throw back to the uh, cartoons of the 90s. Love Rocket Power. But, uh, but it, really was, it really was the Rocket Show. I think Wednesday was kind of like the prequel to today's show, and it all just kind of came together. They talked about everything in regards to you know jared's emotions what went on during when he saw the uh the token ce ceo interview that uh kirk had with erica and uh and all these different things so i am joined as always by my friday guest blind owl how's it going good sir oh you know it's going it's going i uh i also just like jared i also had two fillings yesterday so oh my goodness look look at that two peas in a pod yeah so Before we get started, uh, I just I I've been trying to get together a Minifan group, uh, an event, uh, the next couple uh, within the next couple of weeks, and I finally set a date. So we're going to be having a Kowloon send off uh, for the team Minahan uh, for Team Kirk, Steve, and Jared when they head off to to New York. It's going to be a Get together. It is not going. It's not a Kirk Minahan show event. It is a Minifan event. Kirk and Steve will not be there, uh, <laughs> as far as I know. Um, it will just be simply a time to hang out, uh, talk to people. You know, kind of just have a Minifan event. I did talk to Jared. He said he will be there, so that Ooh. is promising. Very wow, exciting. Breaking, breaking news. So uh, the the thing is, is that I had to uh, book a event hall at the Kowloon for this. So. Uh, there is a maximum amount of people that can go. Uh, there's only a hundred people that are allowed in. Um, it will be, so you'll get in there and then you won't have to pay anything else unless you want drinks. There will be a cash bar. Uh, so it's $50. And uh, in order to reserve your seat or your spot, uh, email me at Trudell, T-R-U-D-E-L-L at barstoolsports.com uh, with your information and how many seats you're looking for. And it will be on a first come, first serve basis. So if you want to, so if you want three people, just be like, "Hey, my name's Chad. Contact me at this phone number. Uh, I need, I want, I need three people." So and then we, we can get squared away. And and your ticket will be, and your tickets will be held for forty eight hours uh, when we, as we determine the payment and everything like that. So it should be should be a lot of fun. Uh, there hasn't really been a Minifan event in quite some time. Uh, I know we were going to have the 5K, but a certain company kind of fucked that all up for everyone. <laughs> but it's, uh, but yeah, no. So hopefully this kind of, you know, catches on, turns into, you know, something fun. It's not something I'm, I'm, I'm very nervous about doing all of this. Uh, but hopefully it, it works out and people have a lot of fun. Uh, it's, so it's $50 per person uh, that gets you in the door. It gets you uh, a buffet of food and there will wow. be a, a cash bar. It's going to be four hours. It's going to be from six to ten on May first at the Kowloon. There, there will be a cash bar. So, uh, so if you would like to drink and everything like that, that will be uh, that will be it. So that pretty much does exciting it for news. that. Yes, very exciting, exciting news. news. So just be sure to, if you're if you uh, want a ticket, email me at true t r u d e l l at barstoolsports.com, and uh, I will coordinate that with everyone. So. Let's get started into today, today's show, Blind Owl. So today's yeah. show started off, Kirk said, this is an intervention. And <laughs> as much as he was joking at first, it kind of was that. It was... It really was. 
I, I, I wouldn't call it, obviously it wasn't like in the common sense of the term. When people think intervention, they think of drugs, they think of alcohol. But I think Jared did get a lot off his chest in today's show. It was an that, airing of it was really an airing of grievances. That's really what yes, it was. and 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 things things seem real. He said some things I didn't think he would say. I was shocked um, at the hesitancy he had when they were talking. And uh, Kirk said, "So, do you want to be at Barstool Sports?" And he was like, "It took him a while." It he, took him. A- he, he balked on that. Uh, you know, it's. It, I think that that really damaged the Token CEO podcast. Really damaged his his uh, desire to be at Barstool. Yeah. So I, I know he he said he he had these conversations with Erica behind closed doors, but he didn't want them out in public. Mm-hmm. He thought that was kind of shitty. He thinks that he's kind of the only one at Barstool who kind of gets picked on and kind of says like, oh, well, you know. You move back to Boston. You're not. You're not here all the time. So we had a lot of emotions bent up. Um, he. It did seem by the end of the show, though, he was in a much better mood. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of those things when, you know, you, and we've all had this where your boss tells you 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 know, just kind of tells you off, and I mean maybe not in such a public way, but then you rant and rave with somebody about you know, somebody you work with about it, and you just get, you feel better about it after you've ranted and raved for you know, two hours and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm where I am now. Yeah. So that, that, that's exciting. Um, uh, that made no sense. Uh, what? but yeah, I don't know. I've got my fucking head in the clouds right now. Uh, but yeah, it, today was a really good episode. Jared was talking about, there were a couple of points he made in which I would disagree with him about, uh, especially in regards to his mental health, where he said, listen, he said, I liked it when Kirk kind of played therapist at one point when Jared was like, New York made my mental health be as bad as it was. And Kirk was like, listen, uh, New York didn't do that. It's in your head. You're always going to have that. You can just tell, like, as someone who's been in therapy for 10 years, I could just hear my therapist saying things like that. And New York amplified these things, but it wasn't New York didn't put these things inside Jared's head. Yeah, so, uh, I, I think that's a generational thing. And Justin, we're both part of this our generation has a tendency to blame things on external, whereas it's it, things externally can trigger, trigger you, but you can't, it's not, oh. it's not New York city's fault for existing that Jared has had those, well, yeah, no, had well, those I, issues. I, New York just accentuated it. Well, I think, I think what Kirk was trying to say is that if just because you leave New York city doesn't mean that these issues exactly. are going to go exactly. away. Um, so, and there was another point where Jared said, Hey, uh, I'm not Kirk Minahan. I can't just text Dave Portnoy and say, "Hey, mental time," and uh, you know, and everything's perfectly will be perfectly okie day, and every everyone you know uh, lets him be. And I, I, I'm not speaking on behalf of Dave Portnoy. I'm going. I would assume that if Jared Carabas needed to take some time off for mental health, he would be more than welcome to. I mean, that, I'm just going based on upon what I've seen the company do with Kirk with Mike and everything like this. I know obviously Mike isn't on the same status stature as Jared Carabas, but I think it it scared me a little bit when he said that, because I thought to myself like, okay, like Jared, you got to put yourself before anyone else. You can't be thinking, Oh, I I can't be taking time off because I work at Barstool and it's a dream job for, you know, so many people. I, it, that that just worried me when he when he said that when he's like I can't do that because Dave maybe Dave would poke fun of him fun of him at fun at him a little bit I'm not entirely sure 
I'm sure it's but, just like any other company. You've got time in your contract to take off and whatever you use it for. And I'm sure, you know, most people could text their boss tomorrow and say, hey, I'm going, I'm in a dark place. Can I, you know, take a little time? And most people would probably say, yeah, take the week or a weekend or two yeah, weeks. Yeah. And, and I'm not even saying from a, a contract standpoint, because I, I don't even know anything about contracts. No, I don't either. But, but I'm, I'm sure that if Jared, you know, texted Dave or Erica and was like, hey, I'm going through a really tough time right now. Can we, you know, I just kind of need some time to decompress and, you know, collect myself. I, I, I think I'm, like I said, I don't want to speak for the company, uh, but from what I've seen, how they've handled it with Kirk and with Mike, I, I think they would have no problem with that. So, yeah, I think they're both reasonable people that say, okay, take the time you need. We need you to be good on, you know, between March and whenever baseball seems to friggin' end. And yeah. then if you need time in, after, in between there, take some time that's the time to do it even even like even you're saying like in between but i i think i think jared should be should be able to say that he needs to take time whenever sure uh, and i'm sure they'd be happy to do that too uh whenever it doesn't have to be in between baseball it, it can be during the season i just uh as someone who you know struggles a lot with mental health sure, and sure, sure. and i felt it today when jared was like hey kirk you and me aren't so because everyone always thinks of kirk is like the especially at barstool he's like the furthest you can go on like the mental health spectrum without actually, you know, killing yourself. They're like, Oh, you, you hear him. He's like, you'll hear Portnoy talk about him. He's like, yeah, you know, Kirk's gonna, you know, run away. And so he doesn't kill himself and, and, and stuff like that. So I think when Jared said like, Hey, you and me aren't so far apart. Uh, I, I think not that Jared was looking for recognition, but more that Jared's just like, Hey, like things have been tough, especially when he was in New York city and uh, he feels like he gets a lot of shit for trying to do what was best for him in moving back to Boston. He did make some good points, though, today about why he hasn't been back to New York as much, uh, you know, in regards to the pandemic is probably the number one, yeah, you know, him hanging out with his parents. Meanwhile, some people are just going back to their apartments by themselves. That's another good mm -hmm. reason. Uh, there hasn't there wasn't a full baseball season last year. It was very strange. There was no crowds. It was all very, very weird. I think the biggest but, one is just podcasts are down in general. I mean, everything yes. is down. Yes. And so uh, so we'll talk about that in a little bit and talk about how uh, Jared was talking about his Starting Nine podcast. Yeah, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about it now. So Jared said he's been doing Starting Nine since 2017. Mm -hmm. and in, 28, in 2018 and 2019, the podcast numbers went up. 2020, he said they went stagnant, which I'm going to assume from what they said on the show today about how all, po all podcasts kind of hit a plateau during the pandemic uh that that that's kind of like an across the board thing unless yeah. something you know crazy happened you know like a call her daddy where there was so much drama people who weren't even in the call her daddy universe were involved in the call her daddy universe and people were listening to that there wasn't there wasn't anything crazy like that going on with starting nine so i, I could see why jared could kind of take some and exception I mean, and be upset with yeah. with Eric for bringing that up. Yeah, and I mean, it makes sense. People weren't driving to work. That's when a lot of people listen to their podcasts. They're sitting at their desk. People were at home. You had to deal with stuff at home. I mean, I actually listen to more podcasts now that I have more time. But mm -hmm. but you know, and I think that's why he was upset. He because Erica called him out on such a public venue. He wouldn't do that. She wouldn't do. Well, she'd probably do it to Kirk, but Kirk would then fire right back. Yep. She knows he's not going to fire back, and I think that was just a. I don't think it was malicious by Erica. I think it was just a, just a, 
kind of off the cuff, kind of oh we you know we'd like to see more from him. Hopefully, I, trying to motivate him, but it it didn't work. I think Kirk made a good point today too, where he was talking about that. He's like, well, now it's all fair game. Like now you can go. Like Erica, she said this on a public podcast. She didn't say this in a private meeting. Well, she did say it in private meeting. But as soon as you go out in public, Jared can respond to that. Jared can say, hey, this wasn't cool of you to do. I'm pissed off. And yeah. there, you, you can't just take the moral high ground and be like, oh, well, I'm the CEO of the company. You can't uh, yeah, take stances just, like that. She's a podcaster. She's on the same level as him when she does a podcast. Yes. Um, even though, obviously, uh, in like the grand business scheme of things, mm-hmm. it's uh, see that that's what makes Kirk so different than everyone else. Because I remember when, you know, Kirk had that spat with Erica, I believe it was in May or June. Yes. of last year and he was calling her like moron ceo and, and things like that like no <laughs> one else would really do that they, they'd kind of be like oh listen like that's the ceo talking if she wants to you know talk publicly on a podcast about something i did or something i need to change right. i can fight back and i think that's kind of what kirk was was going for going for today so it was uh yeah it was it was a great it was a great kind of therapy session for jared uh, the other news is it was a terrible therapy session for Steve because he is pissed that they are going to New York City. <laughs> he is just one of those. We all, you all those guys. They tell you, you get one piece of information that just ruins the whole day. Yeah, that was that was tough. It was. Uh, I could I could just you could just hear it in his voice just oh, how pissed just, he was. The when pure Steve, disdain for going to Kirk's New York like, City was incredible. And then when Jeff texted him and said, "Hey, like," and they were trying to figure out what the prize was, and, and what yeah. did he say? He's like, "You get a hundred thousand dollars worth of team pride, mm-hmm. or something like that." Yeah, and, and they like, sent oh, the dates: the it's May first and May second. They're like, "What the?" F-? Yeah, May fourth and May fifth. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it's just like, it's just like, oh, what the fuck? So yeah, I don't know if there's going to be a Kirkmanahan show that week. I'm not sure how no, they're no, going no. to work that. I mean, obviously they have resources available available to them at Barstool HQ and everything like that but it's uh I'd no. like a I'd like a train ride pro, train ride podcast that'd be entertaining as just, hell just uh just them talking on the train yeah that'd be entertaining as hell I would Now love it. I don't think that would be very entertaining because as we've said as Kirk has said before like with the uh the dozen the other day when it was just Kirk Steve the spit and chicklets guys and Jared it's like Kirk knows just I mean Steve knows just to shut up like he knows Kirk doesn't want small talk before the game. But you know they did it in the car. I thought that was entertaining. Bagger carcass probably won't work in a train. I I would assume. I, I also assume Kirk will fly. But um, so. uh, I don't know. Flying to flying to New York City seems to be more of a hassle than taking a train to New York City. I've never been to New York City, so I would not. It's know. like it's like yeah. a two hour train ride, uh, but, or it's like a. 30 minute plane ride, but you got to go yeah. through security and everything like that. Yeah. And just like Jared, I've actually never been to the Cape either. So. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. So there were a couple other things brought up from today's show. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to New York City. Uh, that was very funny. The Jared SWAT story was very interesting, just in the fact that he said, So yesterday he's looking out his window and he calls his police officer buddy and he says that there's a suicidal man. It sounds like there was just a uh, a drug addict who was like freaking out, who was getting arrested. There was a domestic, yeah, and you know they had to tie him down and send him off to the hospital. But uh, it was kind of missed that how Jared at the end was like, "Can we at least get a thumbs up?" And the guy was like, "Fuck you, asshole! Suck my dick, yeah, yeah, suck my dick." That's what he did. That's what he said. And it <laughs> but, was, uh, you know, 
as a as somebody, my dad was a firefighter, and I grew up around the the dispatcher box in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. And somebody jumping out of the floor, jumping out of the window—that's probably what he told the guy told the person who called nine one one, and who was by the sound of his girlfriend was probably the person. And Jerry yep. said she was probably cracked out anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, you threatened to jump out a window, but if somebody cracked out on. Just Matt threatened to roll, roll roll out of a window. <laughs> yeah, threatened to fall, like step out a window. I believe would be the uh, the appropriate term. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he actually. So I I texted or I, I tweeted about it, hmm. and he uh, and he replied to me, and he sent this email, in which he received. He said, "Dear residents, we wanted to continue to update you on the incident that occurred yesterday. I know that there are still a number of lingering concerns." We can reiterate that the police responded to a domestic issue. The issue was contained to one apartment. The police took a cautious approach and wanted to make sure that they were fully prepared before entering the apartment. Many of you have asked about the robot that the police brought in. The robot was there to perform. (laughs) I'm getting it. The robot was there to perform exactly one task. When the police face a situation where they have to enter an apartment that they don't know the situation going on inside, they send in this robot with cameras so that they can understand the scene inside. We were in constant contact with the police throughout the entire incident and followed their direction on all matters regarding resident safety. In the end, the matter was resolved without further incident. So sounds like there was a robot involved, which just robot gets, SWAT team, which I mean, just gets very, I don't know. I, I guess I'd like it's, to, I guess that's kind of cool how you can send a robot in, and I mean it makes sense. Um, I don't know. What? Just imagine being like tweaked out, and then suddenly like, uh, this <laughs> robot, robot comes in. <laughs> I have no idea what this robot looked like. If it was like one of those dog robots or what it was, it probably but, just like uh, a Roomba, just a fucking vacuum. But yeah, no, I thought that was uh, that, that was funny. The calls today, the calls today were were okay. There were a couple good ones. I like it how you know Steve took the stance of he was aborting everyone who talks shit. Uh, about Jared's performance on trivia, uh, just kind of you know. Jared, I called in actually. I got through. I did hear you. Yes. And Jared, 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 uh, Jared met my expectations. I knew we would knew that. Knew we would know that. So yes, yes, it was. Uh, it was a good trivia question. You know, yeah. get the. Uh, you know, I get had, the juices. I had to look it up again. in my defense. Yes, get the juices flowing. So hopefully he's yeah. in good spirits. After that. <laughs> Uh, there were a couple terrible. I know. I, I, I see. This is how terrible this call was. It was so bad. It was good. The uh, the Kevin from Bristol call today. Oh, that where was, he was so just, bad. <laughs> where he was just failing and failing and failing, and it was just like ah, like every bit get it. Missed towards the end, you'd slowly start to hear Kevin. Ah, uh, just like <laughs> sometimes you just hear like sometimes they shut it off. But I mean, I know Kevin's not not one to do that. Um, oh, I, another I thing. Give him credit for going balls deep and just going for it, but. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, he, he's he's not he's not going to give up. So that was a that was a very funny, funny experience. So the last thing I wanted to talk about is actually so Kirk made an appearance on uh, the Kevin Clancy show, not KFC yes. Radio. Uh, I don't know if you listened to that. Why not? Of course. I listened to it. It was good. They have a very good back and forth with each other, where. It's even better than I think, like Kirk and Big Cat or Kirk and Dave. It, it's it's very something about their personalities really clicks. They're two very similar. They're alphas in similar ways, while like Dave and Kirk are alphas in different ways. If yeah, that makes sense. Dave is the I'm gonna come and yell at you. Kirk and Clancy are the ones that'll. They're kind of so, like bullshit with each other and yeah. make jokes. You know, I I saw Kirk was talking about how. Uh, 
he's like, what? Kevin was like, what are you doing this for? It's like, I'm not doing this for recognition for my dad. Do I go to, yeah, do I, does. do I go to his grave and say number three on iTunes? Are you proud of me now? Dad, huh? Are you proud of me now? But uh, they, they seem like two guys. If they did a podcast or let's just say they did a, you know, they did a podcast together. It would explode at mm. some point because they're two, they're very similar people. And in my experience, two people who are very, very similar, typically it explodes in the end. Yes. It, it, well, on the podcast, they were talking about how just stupid it is that these, you know, these companies like Spotify will just throw together Bruce Springsteen and Obama. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. what do they have in common? And it's like, oh, they both have dad issues, I guess, or, you know, they think fondly upon their fathers. And it's just like, okay, that is a shelf life of what, you know, two weeks. Yeah. A week and they can, yeah, they continue going with it. So, no, but it's, uh, but go check that out if you haven't listened to it. It's, uh, no, it's very good. good. I it. I'm looking forward to the episode two of the case that drops on Monday. Ooh, I'm excited, very excited. My that should uh, be my Monday afternoon classes will be ignored for the next eight weeks. That's just, mm, yes, that's it's uh, it's very exciting. I've listened to the case. Uh, I actually took whatever that caller was advice, uh, caller's advice from the Wednesday show, mm-hmm. where he said that he listens to it on different platforms in order to spike the numbers. Because <laughs> if you just listen to it on Apple, you're not sure if it just goes in with the same thing. Um, so yeah, so I've listened to it on Spotify, Stitcher, all these other things. And it's, I, I noticed something different each and every time I do. I would like to say, cause there was something mentioned on Wednesday's show where they were talking about, and, and, um, mm-hmm. they said they left, a, they left some things out of there in which, uh, people would not like her even more. So yeah. I'm one, it, it, you know, it's curious as to see, to hear what they left out. I'm sure it's just stuff like um oh you know the department really didn't care they just sent me because they had to send somebody and they said eh, don't even worry about it just go and pretend maybe i don't know it'd be interesting hope maybe we'll find more about that in episode yeah. two uh I'm kirk keeps saying episode two is going to be a lot better than episode one so i cannot wait episode one was um, great how much better yeah can it be? no it, it was great I, it, it's really so quick and digestible hmm. uh the 45 minute length is perfect um I you see for something like that, like Kirk said today, like those that three part Aaron Hernandez documentary, I mm-hmm. watched it and just it would have been great if it was two parts. The third part just kind of dragged, but whereas yeah. you know the forty five minutes here really works. But with something like the Kirk Minahan show where they're just bullshitting back and forth, mm-hmm. that's that's totally different. But when it's something factual and do that, that's why they typically break things up like that into a series. Yeah. And Kirk's really not giving his opinion on a lot of things. He's kind of just laying out the facts and letting people think for themselves yeah. in the case. So I'm excited for episode two. Uh, Blind Owl, do you have anything else to say other than promoting other Blind than Owl Blog? Promoting blindowlblogs.com. No, I've got, you know, uh, no, nothing. Awesome. So thank you, Blind Owl, for joining me. Thank you for everyone who's listening. Uh, and also, once again, if you would be interested in going to the Kowloon for a Minifan get-together on May 1st from 6 to 10 p.m., email trudell, T-R-U-D-E-L-L, at barstoolsports.com with some contact information and how many tickets you'd be looking for. And I will talk to you guys on Monday.